What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed, you are powerful. Is in my hand. Fan effect. All right, everybody, welcome back. If you can believe it, we have reached the end of 2023, and a lot of movies came out this year. So joining us right now is Andy Farnsworth, host of KSL News Radio, uh, radios the movie show every Friday from nine to noon. He's watched. Well, it's changing. Well, it's changing. But that's all right. But you every Friday though. Every Friday. So what is it going to be? It's going to be 11 to 1 starting next week. 11 to 1. Oh, just next week. Yeah. Okay, well, Andy has watched over 200 movies this year, which is crazy to think it's about. <laughs> but here to break down your favorites and to tell us maybe what we need to watch this weekend. Yeah, if, you, if there's some stuff you missed out on, I can probably help you out. But for me, let's start with the best comedy of 2023, and that was Barbie. Directed and co-written by Greta Gerwig, it was clever. It somehow lionized Barbie and sends her up at the same movie different times. Times. Margot Robbie was perfectly cast as Barbie, and who can argue that Ryan Gosling as Ken didn't basically steal the show in almost every scene he was in? For me, an additional bonus was that unlike many comedies, it didn't have to stoop to being crass in order to get a laugh. The verbal gags were as funny as the visual jokes. Uh, now, other top choices from this year, and I'm going to go through a lot of things, so I'm just giving you a heads up. Other choices for me this year include She Came to Me, starring Peter Dinklage. Marissa Tomei and Anne Hathaway, About My Father with Sebastian Maniscalco and Robert De Niro, and Go West, the locally made pioneer spoof from the former Studio C cast. Now, the next category of my favorite movies from 2023 is drama. And this one had a lot of good contenders in 2023. My favorite drama is actually my favorite movie of 2023, and I'll tell you a little bit about that one later. But other faves, my favorite other one was called The Holdover, starring Paul Giamatti as a teacher at a boarding school in New England in 1970 who elects to spend Christmas break chaperoning some students who didn't travel home for the holiday. What starts out as a typical type of comedy movie quickly morphs into something much more depth as Giamatti's character gets to know a student and the cafeteria boss who he's spending all of this holiday time with. Now, other top-notch dramas for me this year, I loved a British movie called Scrapper. It's about a 12-year-old girl who reconnects with her birth father after her mother passes away from cancer. There was a movie called Past Lives starring Greta Lee about a woman and her childhood love reconnecting many years later. Shara just finally watched that one this week. And then finally, The Color Purple that just opened this week was an amazing story of personal strength, endurance, and forgiveness. Moving on to the horror category, admittedly, not my favorite genre, and I didn't even see close to all the horror movies this year, but there were a couple that I liked. My top choice is Megan, about a prototype artificial intelligence doll named Megan that bonds so perfectly with her little girl owner that Megan will maim or kill anyone that could possibly hurt the girl. It was just the right amount of campiness, and the PG-13 rating meant that the on-screen violence and blood was kept to a minimum. Other horror movies I kind of enjoyed, Totally Killer was basically, what if Back to the Future were a slasher movie? It was a really clever and fun idea. Slother House, which is one of the goofiest movies I've ever seen where a demon sloth murders a whole sorority college house and then posts each murder on Instagram. I even kind of like the Dracula tale, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Now, in the action movie category from 2023, we had a lot of good choices. And even though it didn't do well at the box office, I thought Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 was hands down the best action movie of 2023. It was fast-paced. It had amazing action sequences. It had really cool visuals. And then there's that moment where Ethan rides the motorcycle right up to the edge of the cliff. That just looked amazing in IMAX. Tom Cruise just continues to do it. And I can't wait for Part 2 even though it's not till 2025. If 
Other top action movies for me were Godzilla minus one. It made Godzilla absolutely terrifying. He's not just a rubber suit guy anymore. I also like the action rom-com Ghosted with Chris Evans and Anna Diarmas. John Wick 4 with Keanu Reeves I liked and call me nostalgic, but I liked seeing Harrison Ford again as Indiana Jones in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, in the superhero sci-fi fantasy genre, my favorite genre, uh, this year, the best one, in my opinion, was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the animated movie. It had emotion, it had relatable characters, it had humor, great action, a good story, a surprise twist, and then it left us hanging. Now we have to wait until 2025 to see what happens next, darn it. Admittedly, this was not a strong year for live-action superhero movies, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was a great entry, especially Bradley Cooper's performance as Rocket Raccoon. Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves was funny, clever, and it managed to capture the essence of the popular tabletop game. I was also surprised how much I enjoyed Transformers Rise of the Beasts. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem managed to please me as a longtime fan as well. Now in the family movie category, Are You There God? It's Me Margaret was the runaway winner for me. It was a pitch-perfect adaptation of the Judy Bloom novel, just an absolute delight. Also, the newly released Wonka with Timothy Chalamet was magical and fun and a very close second for me. The holiday comedy Family Switch on Netflix also merits a mention, as does the Angel Studios movie about the life of Abraham that I really enjoyed called His Only Son. Now, moving on to the animated movie category, it was an easy choice for my favorite, and I've been harping on it since it came out, Leo on Netflix. It stars Adam Sandler as the voice of the longtime, think 70 years long time pet lizard for a fifth grade classroom. It's hilarious. It has positive messages for kids, adults, teachers, pretty much everyone. It's not crude. It doesn't rely on bodily humor jokes. And I think adults will laugh just as much as kids while they watch it. I know my wife and I did. Now, besides the movies I've already mentioned in the animated, ver uh, like Across the Spider-Verse and Ninja Turtles, other top choices in this category for me include Disney's Elemental. I did like that one a lot more than I liked Wish. I also thought the new animated movie Migration was pretty decent. One conspicuously left off my list, the Super Mario Brothers movie. I just didn't really enjoy it. I'm sorry. I didn't either. Eh. Now, yeah. on streaming, and I watched a lot of streaming series. I thought the best series of the year was Reacher on Prime Video. It's actually still going on right now. Season two is even better than season one. And yes, I realize because it's still ongoing, I got to watch all of it early. He, Alan Richson is perfectly cast. The characters are interesting and compelling. And the mystery is engaging. Keep watching it. Or wait till it's all released in January and binge it all at once. Other notable series for me was season three of Star Trek Picard. The perfect capstone to the story of Star Trek The Next Generation characters. I also really liked Daisy Jones and the Six on Prime Video, as well as, as, well as Poker Face, starring Natasha Leone on Peacock. Honestly, this category deserves its own segment for me because there were so many good ones this year. That is just a small sampling right there. And finally, my favorite movie of 2023, believe it or not, it's a Spanish-language movie called Radical. It stars Eugenio Derbez as an elementary school teacher in Mexico who takes a job at the worst performing school in the country, and it just happens to be located right on the U.S. border. But because it's right there, it's a place where kids are so used to the drug trade running through their town and all the related violence, they don't even flinch when they hear gunfire outside during school. Derbez uses unusual methods to get through to the kids, but he unlocks their potential and they just flourish. It's an inspiring movie, it's tragic, and it's based on a true story. 
I'm sorry if you think it's crazy, but that is my personal pick of 2023, and it's called Radical. Love it. And you had so many good movies to go over this year. Uh, favorite category overall, what would you say? Drama? Uh, you know, drama animated? had the best, like, that was the one that was hardest to winnow down to, was like, it? five. Okay. Uh, like, comedy didn't really have a huge selection. Yeah. And I love comedy, so I, I'm hoping for better comedies maybe in 2024. Good. I'm so glad that you do this, because I'm going to go back and rewatch. So if, if somebody just tuned in and they didn't get the full scope of everything, where can they find this posted? Uh, I'm going to post it on my Facebook page, Andy Farnsworth KSL. Okay. Uh, hopefully in a little while. <laughs> Before the end of the day is the hope. Awesome. But then they can go back and watch it and pick out some of those movies they might want to watch. Andy, yeah. thank you so much. Great year You're of welcome. movies, and we'll see you in the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, Matt, we'll turn it over to you. All right. What a fun job, Andy. I, I love know. that. <laughs> hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there.